Yeah, I, I somebody was definitely listening to the fucking Black Album before they wrote the theme music. Yes, the Jackie Thomas show, even though it was... I mean, come on, Roseanne Barr couldn't come up with an original idea ever. No, she can't. Horrible person. It, terrible person, terrible comedian. Speaking of original ideas. Yes. Your fantasy draft for your league was last night. Yes, it was. Number one, who drafts on a fucking Wednesday? That was the only day that uh, some people were available. Oh, some people. Yes. I wasn't one of those people. There I am drinking beer, watching Action Point. Well, you were available, weren't you? Bad movie, by the way. I I had to freaking text the slack (laughs) wagon. Where is you redrafting? Yeah, I missed the first two rounds, but I still got... I got I got Travis Kelsey, which I'm happy about. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know a lot of the other names, and I'll I'll go full on the record confession that my son helped me pick. Well, <laughs> well, was, see, you have an advantage there because Jesse was sitting next to me drafting his team, and the fucker cock blocked me on more than one occasion. I deliberately took that Las Vegas player. I know you to took Josh. You. I know to you took Josh you. Jacobs to spite me. Well, he's like. When I, I arranged it, the, there's so many numbers on there. And it's like, oh, receiving yards. And it's like, I'm looking at receiving yards on, like, you know, running backs. And it's like, yeah. oh, why does this guy have nothing? It's like, it's so confusing. Well, it is. I mean, I, I am a four-time champion. In a league that you ran Hold and on. Uh, no, first off, I was not. I, that was Andy's league. Lies. Year 13. I actually am the only person in that league that I told him about the whole WrestleMania thing. Uh-huh. I have the actual number 13, not Roman numerals, and it's dripping in a blood font. He did that for me. I'm the only one he did that for. And that, and it, but, but, well, my four championships are I won Little League Championship when I was a kid. I won a bowling championship at the Hungarian Club. I also won another championship in fantasy football, you know, with a bunch of Canadians. You wouldn't know them. And... <laughs> And then, of course, the Tecmo League, which I was champion uh, year 13. Um, well, I this is this league is actually like kind of out of the remnants of the league I had with the guys at Country Harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in with them. Um, Gary, obviously, works at the Country Harvest. Uh, yeah, I didn't know anybody. No, well, but it's like everybody's incognito, I swear. Right. Uh, Gary is one of the butchers at Country Harvest. Yeah, yeah he's John, my neighbor. John Anthony is Chris's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, the other uh, slack wagon in the league, and the other whipping post, is uh, he's like the Frozen's manager at good the Lord. Harvest. Huh? Good, it's like, good Lord, it's just like the Country Harvest League. Well, that's what it, it really started as. You would, you would. Because really- it, was, it, was, uh, it was me, Gary, Chris Anthony, um... Uh, John Keefe, who's the Tasty mm-hmm. Cake guy. Oh, Lord. Yeah, Tasty Cake John. <laughs> well, that's what he was called. Uh, his team was the Tasty Cake Titans. Uh, uh, we had Tasty Cake John, and then uh, who else was in this league? Um, Christian Zeckman, who used to work there. Tim Radler, who used to work at the Harvest, and is now in this league as well. Um, so basically, it's out of the ashes of that. Mm. And uh, we're doing it, you know, just for fun this year. Maybe next year we'll throw a couple of bucks in a pot. There needs to be, there should be more supermarket related puns in this league. Yeah, the only one was, uh, the only one really was uh, the one with John's team name about Co- Cody's beanie. 
Yeah, I didn't get that. Uh, well, Cody always wears a beanie because he works in the frozen aisle, and his, his, his balding head gets cold, and uh, his bad tattoo might get chilly, too. Um, that was... That was a running joke for years about his horrible tattoo on his forearm. I mean, fucking, I'd beat my own was ass. It a fair, was it a fair tattoo? I, it's like a smiley face with a drop of water on it or some bullshit. It, I'd kick my own ass if I had that tattoo. And I, for, I, I petitioned the old league. I'm like, the loser should have to, like, whoever finishes last should have to get a matching tattoo like Cody. Did you watch the league? I've never watched the league. Okay. But I know that was a thing. And yes. I've seen it done in other leagues, too. Uh, the only real, like, the only uh, thing in our league for that, like, is a punishment for finishing dead last is next year the champion will get to name your team. Oh, I can't wait to name your team. Not going to happen. Oh, you know it's going to happen. Not going to happen. You're, talk, you're talking to a fantasy football superstar. Oh, bitch, please. <laughs> what? Fa- superstar. Wait, week two, you're going to get smacked around by my kid. I probably won't. You probably will. Jesse's, re- Jesse's good. No, Je- Jesse, I, knows, Jesse I, knows stuff. I, 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 I know. I, you know look, I, got, I got Ryan beside me. He, you know, he's giving me good one. You give it good advice already. You know, I got a couple guys that say, oh, which one of these should I pick up? Is it, well, don't pick up the jet. <laughs> well, that's, an, that's a no brainer. That's a not no brainer. Me, not for me, it isn't. Well, you have no brain. No, keep it. You know, I've, I've won leagues without uh, a lick of, I don't I know anybody's names. You know, I have my secrets to my success and they work very well. I'll call bullshit on that. There's no bullshit. But on a related topic, I do miss the Tecmo League. Mm. I miss Andy's League. Mm. I'm just upset I never got the cool trophy. (laughs) You never won in there? See, I got, I won in there. I was only in it for two fucking years. Oh, excuses, excuses. And being a newbie in the league, where do I get stuck in the draft? In the middle. Well, yeah, that's Andy's rules. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to call bullshit on our draft yesterday because I'm the fucking league manager. Yeah. Okay. It's my league. Yeah. And I'm drafting in the middle of the pack. Yeah. You can reset that. Why would I do that? It's unfair. Right. You got to be fair to Flair. Look, look, when I ran, when I ran a league, I ran a couple leagues, you know, here and there. Yeah, including one where like defense was so overpowered it was ridiculous. No, 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 no. You're oh, you talking the all points league? Yes, that was an awesome league. Every yard counted. Oh yeah, every, every yard counted for everything. Oh dude, I you would put up a thousand thirteen hundred points a week. It was freaking ridiculous. It was hilarious. That was a, that was the league of extraordinarily manly men. Yes, and Jill won that a woman, which I thought was just I gave her the trophy. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That was a fun league. Yeah. I, but, I mean, the the, the defense <laughs> scoring 300 points. Yes. You know, your your quarterback would have 400 points. But even kickers, every yard the kicker kicked a, a point was a, you know. Yeah, the kicker, a 40-yard field goal is worth 40 points. Yes, it was awesome. It was so, I love that scoring system. 
Everybody loved it. Nobody ever complained. I did it for fun for one year, and I'd love to do it again. The problem is I can't get seven other people, you know, to, to latch on to this. So I, you know, it's like, God, every year I get deadbeats. I'll do it. Yeah, you're one. Jesse will do it. Two. Uh, I might be able to get Gary on nah, board. I'm not doing it again. Wow. Wrangling people. I've had too many nightmares with fantasy football. I've had people that would, like, drop out the day of the draft. Oh, God. Or one week in, ah, I got something better to do. Yeah. You well, know? I... Um... So I said, Andy was, Andy was always better at running leagues because he's no, he's no, he knows less scumbags. Yeah, and Andy Andy is a uh, he's very anal. Oh my, extremely. He's very anal. So like, if if you couldn't alter your lineup for whatever reason, Andy, will you alter my lineup? Oh, oh hell, he would call you. Yeah, and tell you you need to alter your lineup. Yeah, he would message you or call you. The, you need to change your lineup. The one day I think I was like running like almost dead last. I didn't care anymore. Yeah. And I told Andy, you know, he, like, needed me to beat whoever, so, you know, he plays the numbers game. And in jest, I literally put all of my worst players in. Yeah. You know, just to tell him, like, I don't care. I hope he wins, and I hope he beats me. Andy went into my settings and changed it to what he wanted it to be. See, now, that there I, I disagree. Yeah, but he told me he did it. Yeah, I disagree with him doing it, though. <laughs> Because if you want it to slough off the league, if you want it to slough I, off the I, game, that's your prerogative. Yeah, but I wasn't going to. I was going to change it. He 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 changed it like like a week beforehand. So it, ah. was, it wasn't like it was like the day of. It was like, no, I was going to change it just to piss him off. Yeah. And tell him I'm starting my worst team just so, you know, he wins to screw you over. Yeah. And immediately he changed it all back. Well, um, one thing I did do. With this is I eliminated the ties. There's not going to be a tie game. So, so, oh, bench is important. Bench is important for ties. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, no. Bench is never important. Your bench counts as the tiebreaker. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Last year I had, uh, actually the last three seasons I've had probably four or five ties. Only suckerlies have ties. (laughs) You a sucker. (laughs) Suck a ass, bitch. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. It'll be. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna roll over everybody. I'm looking forward <laughs> to renaming your team. It's gonna be like an overripe tomato rolling down a hill. I'm looking forward <laughs> to renaming your team. By the way, what I got a lot. I love the tacos as yeah. your logo, <laughs> and the password is password as your team name. <laughs> But in a nod to the Tecmo League, I yeah. did name my team the Fabulous Bastards. Mm. I was, uh, well, Andy hated when I did this, too. I would rename my team, like, all year long. Yeah. Oh, he hated that. And especially, well, I think, I don't remember how many years you were, was I the champ? I was the champions at one point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, I remember that. I Yeah, YOLO swag money. Yep. Um. My Little Ponies, P W N I E. I was gonna do that one again. Yeah. See, I gotta. Oh, he I hated him. I have to find the picture that Andy did for me of Vivian. I probably have that on my one of my computers somewhere. Well, if you have it, send it to me. If I can find it. If you can find it, send it to me. It might be even on his Facebook page because I know he uploads all that shit. Yeah, I should check. 
because I would like to change my logo on the page to, you know, that Vivian. cartoon of Vivian. Piss off. <laughs> I would love to change that. I, I, I would love to have that logo up there again. Yeah, it's... Uh, Andy did, Andy, Andy did, for those of you who weren't in the league, Andy did custom logos for every team. Yeah. And I and because I changed my league name every year for like how many years I had so many of them. Yeah. And I pissed him. I was the Lehigh Tunnels, the Blue Mountain Squirrels. The Blue Mountain Squirrels was the official one. Yeah. The Yolo Swag Money, the uh, last year's champs, um, Living Dead Squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> that I like. I love that one too. I like Living Dead Squirrels. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. There was oh my god, so so many. And Andy would like constantly. He would. Put up it. I'm not giving you another logo. And then my email, ding. Oh, another logo. <laughs> Andy, I'm changing my name again. Oh, uh, Jesse. Did you see Jesse's team name? I could, didn't know who anybody was. Uh, Jesse actually ran it by me. He's like, are, are you all right with this? He made it hanging with Hernandez. Okay. Aaron Hernandez. Okay. The former uh, tight end from the... From the Patriots, who was convicted of murder and then later hung himself in jail. Oh, all right. Yeah. So Jesse called his team hanging with Hernandez. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. A little, little distasteful, but. A lot distasteful. But a bit. Uh, yeah. Nobody's going to see it, but like six other, uh, seven other people. Nine. 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 Wait, it's a 10 person league. Is it? I th- yes. No, I thought it was 16. No, it's 10. Oh, Jesus. Numbers are just... I, I, it was too many numbers last night. I was two beers in. It was like I wasn't making some good decisions. No, you weren't. Yeah. But... I made absolutely sure I spent my entire two minutes on the kicker, though. I I, I do got to say, and uh, when I see him, I will tell them, him this to his face. Garrett Broadfield, who's another member of the league, mm-hmm. Garrett, it's, and it's Gary's son-in-law. Yeah. He drafts like a fucking retard on bath salts. I couldn't keep up with anybody. No rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason. Yeah, I I really couldn't keep up. I I changed my strategy. Normally, I... I think he actually took Jalen Hurts with his first first round draft pick. No, it wasn't first because Jalen Hurts went when I, I hadn't started yet. I know he took a shit pick early. There was a well, there was a lot of people taking really odd picks. I'm, I mean, I'm watching it and it's like because I'm like up for running back or something, so I got like the top three there, and I'm looking like, oh, that guy's suspended. Yeah, this guy doesn't do anything, and uh, boop, the, boop, it's like, okay, this yeah, guy's uh, out for six weeks. Yeah. you know, uh, like what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. But you took Antonio Brown, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, he's good, isn't he? He's the biggest head case in the league, man. Yeah, there you go, man. He's good. He's... It's either going to work out really well or really bad. Well, let's, you know, I've had worse. Yeah, it can't be worse than a couple of years ago. Dale Lauer, who's another guy in the league uh, and was part of the Country Harvest League. It can't be any worse than a few years ago. You remember when Jason Witten blew his pancreas apart or yep. whatever? Yep. And he was going to be out for like the first eight weeks. Yeah. He drafted Witten. Yeah. I know that one of my worst ones was, I think, and it was, now, I I don't remember the year, but I drafted Tom Brady. Yeah. But Tom Brady wasn't playing. 
I think he was in between things. Something happened that Tom Brady wasn't playing. And uh, I don't remember that. But I traded him because I figured that, you know, it was, I swear it was Tom Brady. Someone was out. It was supposed to be a contract thing happening. Okay. That he he might not, he might miss like the first six weeks because of a contract dispute. It was somebody really good. Oh, no, that was Brady with the flate gate. Yes. Okay. So I drafted him. And then I'm like, as a joke, kind of like, ha, ha, ha. And then I, you know, I saw he was out and somebody else had offered me like two really decent players for Brady. I'm like, well, I'd be stupid not to take it. Right. And I'm thinking, yeah, you're going to get Brady. He'll be sitting on the bench for a while. Yeah. And he started week one. (laughs) I don't know because Brady missed time for deflate gate. There was it was something I thought it was a contract dispute. I I don't know, but Brady missed time for def- I, for uh, for the deflated footballs thing. Yeah. Um, the NFL season starts not this Thursday but next Thursday. Yep. And your Cowboys are going to get skunked in game in the first game of the year. Isn't it awesome that the Cowboys get to open up the season? Is that not an honor that America's team gets to get their- the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time? Super Bowl champions, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Tell me you didn't just say that. <laughs> it's great that they get to open against the Bucks. But, yeah. But honestly, two teams that are just unparalleled in Super Bowl dominance. It, it's going to be a fabulous game. Wait, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, uh, let me let me correct you here. You've got one team that has five Super Bowls. Five Super Bowls. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have two. However, their quarterback has fucking seven. Yes, dominance Super Bowl. It's like it's going to be it's going to be a clinic they on have, both sides. Uh, no of superiority. No, 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 son. No, Tom Brady is going to make. The Cowboys, his bitch. I, I, I don't. That's a lie coming from your mouth. No, <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, you need to do that in Pillsy's voice when you do it. I know. It's just ah, <laughs> uh, it's. Hey, speaking of Pillsy, yes. is um, is he doing is, is he still making episodes? Yeah, all the time. Oh, he's still on. It oh, will sh- press. Yeah, I know. It will press. Yeah. But I haven't checked out checked it mm-hmm. out in a while. He actually put on, um. Instagram, he had foamy and pillsy uh, stuffed dolls. Really? That and it was like a, they basically were seconds. There's some something wrong with them, but I don't know. I couldn't tell with a discerning eye. And it's like he was asking everybody what he should sell them for. Yeah. And of course, fans are like hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, shut up. It's like it's, yeah. It's like you say ten dollars and shut up. Exactly. But I don't. But it's like a one time thing that he's going to um, be selling. Mean, I don't. I mean, I never wanted a Pillsy. I do. Yeah, I mean, if you go to Illwill Press, I mean, I'm sure he has some stuff up there. My Some of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. uh, revolve around Pillsy. One of my favorite ones does. Which one? The tourniquet. Oh, the Kevorkian scarf. The Kevorkian scarf. I absolutely love the Kevorkian <laughs> scarf. Oh, God. The Kevorkian scarf is so great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jermaine is in the hospital. Yep. And she's got a blood pressure cuff on. Uh, and 
Pillsy puts it around his neck like it's a uh, <laughs> scarf to keep him warm. Yeah. And it start, it's one of the automatic <laughs> blood pressure cuffs. And it starts to inflate, so it starts to strangle him. Yeah. Like, That's a Kevorkian scarf. Yes, that was... Oh, my God. He has one of my all-time favorites. Oh, sad is the world, <laughs> but I have Kevorkian scarf. The thing of the... I, want, I still do want to meet the mind that came up with that. I mean, nope, who thinks of that shit? I don't know, but it's great. Yeah. Um, another one, another one of my favorites with Pillsy is uh, when he's doing the babysitting. Uh, was that the uh, decapitated baby heads? No, no, the dead babies. When he feeds them all his fucking uh, anxiety meds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple. Of my my fa- my all time favorites was always like Foamy sings. Yes. And some of the original Foamy rants, the Foamy man. Oh my god. Yeah. The the, fo- I, the, the like the Foamy sings ones are great. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he's talking about, uh, I hope you get hit by a fucking bus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that guy. Uh, he's uh, what the hell is his name? Jim Mathers. Jim Mathers. Yep. I thought it was Ian something. Yeah, Jim Ian Mathers. Okay, he's uh, he's th- that shit is hilarious. Yep. Uh, follow me the squirrel. Look up ill will. Yeah, Press. Also, yeah. The also the four uh, Y record store. Okay, that's an that's a. An older one, and it's a guy working at a record store who is literally the biggest dickhead imaginable, but I, I seriously believe all the stories he does in there are absolutely true. Yeah. You know, when someone come, comes in and wants a new Oasis album. Yeah. And he has to, like, he has to sell it to him, but it's like... It's, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. It's like, why would you do this? And we've all, let's be honest, we've, you and I at least have met that pretentious record store clerk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've met him many times and Yeah. It's uh, like at at Soundcheck Records. Yeah. And it, it's like I've honestly any specialty store uh the pretentious comic book clerk is honest to god the reason I don't shop in stores anymore. Yeah. Um I mean the the comic masters at yep. the at oh, the yeah. uh, at the mall. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Now there is one great guy in there that was really a good, but the, I remember, I think it was Caps Comic Cavalcade. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, no longer around. But, I remember Caps, but I went in there, and um, you know, put up my list of whatever I was getting, and as he's ringing me up, I'm hearing, huh, huh, huh. I'm thinking, do you have a fucking opinion? If so, keep it to your damn self. Right. You know. <laughs> right. Ring up my purchase, bitch. Yeah. And and cease with the fucking commentary. Yeah, it's like I did. It wasn't even commentary. It was like you know, just the dismissive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, you still read the JSA? Shut the hell up! I mean, nobody, nobody asked you. But- and he's the guy. He's the guy. I was reading the Walking Dead graphic novel long before the TV series. Oh yeah, one of those people. Yeah, yeah, and- comic book people. As much as I like comic books, comic book people sometimes really skeeve me out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and like the 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 stereotype of comic book guy from The Simpsons, yeah, is absolutely true. Oh my god, yeah. There there have been now. I I primarily have now just I just read basically the Transformer stuff, but I also read the Firefly comics yet. Yeah, um, I I'm finishing up a run of Doom Patrol. Yeah, um, but I I don't I do it all it online anymore. I would like to find a good, a good collection of the 2000 AD comics again. Mm-hmm. I have um, now, of course, the online version. I have the um, 
the one that got censored, and then they released the uncensored version. Basically, it was only censored because they make fun of McDonald's and Wendy's and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't that much of a fan. That's what of the the two thousand eighty. Yeah, I mean I. There are some stories I really enjoyed. This one wasn't one of them. I yeah, uh, pretty uh, pretty much any of the stuff with Judge Death is good. Yeah. But this one is basically they're going they they uh, Judge Dread is taking a caravan of prisoners between Mega City uh, One and Mega City Two. Right. And he has to go across cursed, cursed Earth to do it. Yeah. Because the mega cities are the coasts. Right. And it's, I don't know, it's just, oh my God. It's just like, just it, it's, I, I think I like the stuff that's just like more contained. Yeah. The mega city stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm not, and this was like one that was um, was banned because it had like a lot of, they were making fun of a lot of fast food places. Yeah. Which was weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially if you watch the, uh, the... Stallone Dread movie. I like that one. I do too. I I, I like it too for the cheesy, campy yeah. bullshit and for Rob Schneider. Um, Schneider's great in that. Like yeah. when he's in the when he's in the servo droid. Yeah. And uh, eat recycled food. It's good for the environment and okay for you. <laughs> you know, and they're making and they want to make they want to censor making fun of fast food. Yeah. Really. Come on! I mean, I, I, my favorite part of that movie was the ABC robot. Mm-hmm. That I want, I want that movie where that war happened. Yes, you know that robot was awesome with Judge Rico. Yes, I, I, I real, I that part. I want the movie where the war happened with the ABC robots. Yeah, yeah, that was a that, for what it was. It was yeah. a good movie. Uh, well, I won't say it was a good movie. It was an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. It's a I very mean, enjoyable I, movie. I'd watch, I, and like I was saying, Action Point. I thought it was something better than it was. Uh-huh. I, I honestly thought it was Jackass at like the old like Action... Uh, action Park. Action Park. And like just being unsafe as all hell. Yeah. No, it's an actual movie with a story. And, oh God, it's just... Uh, I like Chris Pontius. I do. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy Wild Boys. I enjoy. He is an awful actor. He really is a terrible actor. You know, uh, he's, <laughs> speaking of terrible actors, and I'm gonna regret this in uh, in a lot of ways because I fucking love him. Mm. Jay Muse. If you see him in anything but the but the <laughs> Kevin Smith movies, Muse is not a good actor. You know what? Muse is almost always the same character yes and you know what he looks like he'd be a blast to hang out with he really does yeah even off the heroin yeah uh i mean he looks like he'd be a blast to talk to but man some of the stuff that mall rats uh his his acting oh man that that one that one is a, what he does is a stretch even though this oh it's all based on him it's like did he really act like that totally? That had to have been turned up to 11. Oh, it turned up to 15, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, but Smith just wrapped shooting Clerks 3. Yep. Uh, I'm excited. I am too. I saw a little. I saw they brought pretty much the cast of Clerks 2. Yep, Dante and Randall are and, in there. Um, and what's his name? Um, uh, Elias? Elias. Elias. <laughs> I love Elias. His character in Clerks Two is so great. Yeah, Elias is. It, I think he reminds us of a small town person yeah. we see around here. Yeah, 
just naive. And you know, did he just curse? Did he just say a curse word? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the best part with Elias in that movie, though, is when they're doing the donk is when the donkey show is going on, <laughs> and he's beaten off in the corner. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's fucking. That's hilarious. Oh. They're talking about his girlfriend with pillow pants. The yeah. Underpa- uh, yeah. I, I I think the movie is gonna, probably going to be really good. Yeah. Um. It's. I think. I just hope it does. Now, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. That was pandering to the Smith fanboys. Yeah, but it was also making fun of the Smith fanboys, which was weird. Yeah. It's like you're you're pandering to them, but you're making fun of them at the same time. I took a little bit of it personally. As did I. Because <laughs> I'm a Smith fanboy. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, wait a minute. You're, you're laughing at us, you prick. Right. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm a Smith fanboy, yeah. even like to the point where I love his non askew uh, averse non-view-askew-universe yeah. stuff. You know, I loved Red State. I loved um, Yoga Hosers, Wall, uh, Tusk. Yeah, I like Jersey Girl, you bastard. <laughs> Jersey Jersey Girl is probably my least favorite. I have, I actually have a set of the Kevin Smith shot glasses with all the themes, and I got the Jersey Girl shot glass. Right. You know, because at that time, I think there was only five movies under his belt. Yeah. And it was like, I bought that, man. Yeah, what's okay? We're down this rabbit hole. What's your favorite Smith movie? Uh, I think honestly, I think Chasing Amy. That's an interesting choice. I I don't. I mean, if I look at all the movies, I like the original Clerks movie. Yeah. Um, but I remember Chasing Amy and like Mall Rats again was it was a good movie. Yeah. But I thought Chasing Amy was a better put together movie. It had a clearer, yeah. a clearer story. Yeah, and Dogma, um, I liked you know the whole story behind Dogma and all that. But it was like chasing Amy was a was a real was a real good story. Yeah, good actors in it. Just you know all around great great stuff. I mean Holden McNeil is an asshole. There yes. is no getting around that. Yes, I mean, and to get Affleck to play him, yeah, was great. And that movie just oozes the time it is. Everybody yeah. looked like a character in that movie. Right. Um, I I don't... I, I'm really hard-pressed to pick a favorite, but I love the original Clerks, mm-hmm. obviously, of course. I love Dogma. I love Mallrats. Mallrats reminds me so much <laughs> of what the Whitehall Mall used to be. Yes. Okay? The Dirt Mall. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, the White Hall. Well, I think whenever I see when the, when they go to the other mall. Yeah, well, the dirt when they call the dirt mall, I think a Quaker Town. Yeah, true. That does. Oh <laughs> fuck, that is Q Mart. Holy shit, you're right. That's what I always think of. Is like un unbad comic books. Yeah, and when and when um, Philistine. Yeah, what he what he picks up? These should be bagged. I'm like, I've said that. I have said <laughs> that at the Quaker Town Mall. Hey, that was the, that was the first uh, first one he did with Jason Lee. Yes. And Jason Lee was great in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Lee was awesome in in. Uh, oh, Jason Lee's awesome in anything. Oh my he god, does. he does. Oh, I, I love all of his his role. He is our generation's Ryan Reynolds. Fucking Banky Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was he was our generation's Ryan Reynolds. He did so much great stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, even going to to the my, the stuff he did on My Name Is Earl. Yeah, you there's know? and there's one movie that I'm blanking on the name of it, but he played a guy that was engaged. Uh huh. And there's a priest 
that lives in his building. And he keeps getting, and the priest is done by, I think, Larry Miller. Okay. And he keeps getting caught in bad situations by this priest that are like, they're like, they're really innocent in the context, but he keeps catching them. Yeah. And he ends up officiating the wedding. Oh, Jesus. And when he sees him for the first time, (laughs) he's like, is there anyone here who does not think this union should be together? Anyone. Anyone at all. Speak up now. Anyone at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? The next time I officiate a wedding, I'm going to do that. It is is such a great scene. The next, the next time, seriously, the next time I officiate a wedding, I'm going to fucking do that. (laughs) Anybody here that can give any reason that these two should not be united in matrimony? Anyone? (laughs) How about you over there? Nothing. You you got nothing. You got nothing. (laughs) What? Did you raise your hand, sir? No, Wait, no. Oh, 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 okay. Well, just make it sure. Just make it sure. All right. I guess we got to do this. It's your funeral, pal. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, J- Jason Lee is is hilarious. Yes, in he what is. He does great skateboarder too. Yeah, he was he was awesome in, in Mallrats. Yes. What you, uh, I, uh, you know who else was awesome in Mallrats? Fucking Michael Rooker. Yes. But Rooker's great in anything he does, too. Yeah. Well, Rooker was one of those that, like, and especially it's like, I knew him as, you know, of course, Rowdy Burns. Yeah. And, you know, from Days of Thunder. But then you see, my, he's such a jerk. He's such a, oh. Well, I don't, I know, I don't know. I don't, you don't watch The Walking Dead. No, I know he's in it, though. Yeah. Well, it used to be. His character was killed off. As most of them were. Yeah. Um, He played Merle Dixon. Yeah. And oh my God, what a redneck racist asshole! Mm-hmm. And Rooker played it so fucking well. And, but he's part of one of the most heartbreaking scenes in the show, because um, his brother Daryl is Rick Rick's right hand man. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Merle at the time was with a guy called the was working with a guy called the governor, who ran the uh, who ran a settlement, and. Uh, he kind of turned on the governor. They got sideways. So the governor killed him, but he sh- he got shot at him so he would turn. Oh. And one of the most heartbreaking scenes is Merle as a walker and who's who finds him but fucking Daryl, his own brother. And uh. His own brother has to kill him. And it was after Merle finally figured it out mm. that hey, Rick, you know, Rick's you know Rick's in the right here. It is one of the most heartbreaking scenes in The Walking Dead. Mm. And I I love the character of Merle Dixon, and Rooker played it so perfectly. Uh, But the the comic book nerd that I've been reading The Walking Dead since the graphic novels would say, the the Dixon brothers don't exist in the comics. Oh, I know. I I hear. I mean, uh, he even, and of course, Michael Rooker, also got it in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. When he played the wrong version of Yondu. Yeah. And it was like, there's no man. He played a good replay. He that. played Yondu the way Yondu needed to be played. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and as I say, that's why I always say these comic book people, what happened in your life that you just lost all joy? I know, right? I just ran across this today on the internet. And there's a new movie coming out in a few weeks called Moonfall. Okay. Um, it's based off, I think, of a 1986. Uh, novel. Okay. And I guess the moon, the moon, our moon, the our, the moon. Yes. Mr. Moon as we, <laughs> gets caught in the tail of a comet. Okay. And crashes on Earth. 
Oh. And the movie's about what happens. So many people in the thread are being just like, you know, we all would die. Or this, or how scientifically impossible. Yeah. It's like, so you are trying to scientifically explain a science fiction movie, you fools. Yes. Thank you. It's like the joy has been sucked out of your lives. Yes, it has. Um, I, and it, it's, it really saddens me in a lot of ways to see that every community like that, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's comic books, pro wrestling, music, um, you know, all even, the, even board games, board games, all of the things that you and I love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our communities have sucked the joy out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't watch a, a comic, a, a movie based on a comic without some fucking neck bearded asshole mm-hmm. ripping it apart. Yeah. You know, I, there were actually even people that were against the casting of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. I don't doubt it. Oh, dude, I saw it. It happens all the time. Every Batman movie, every single Batman movie, the people were against whoever got it until they saw it. Well, Nobody liked Michael Keaton. You see, I I didn't have an opinion on Keaton. Well, okay, I mean, I'm Until talking, I saw the movie. Yeah, but I'm talking... Yeah, but this is how... Ben Affleck was, see, got a whole bunch of shit. Well, I'll be completely honest. and I, You and I talked about yeah. this. When I saw that Affleck was playing Batman in Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah, and I was all on board with it. You were. Yep. And you know, and I love Affleck. You know, I love pretty much everything Affleck has done. I even liked him in fucking Daredevil. I did too, actually. I like Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil is a good movie. It was. Um But it uh I and when I watched it. I texted you and I told you I was wrong. <laughs> yep. Affleck yeah. killed it. Yeah, it was I mean and people got give these casting I mean yeah, there is bad casting. I'm not even I'm not going to lie about this yeah. and say everything is beautiful, everything is perfect. I have seen horrible casting and stuff. I don't I don't believe that um Benicio del Toro yes, should have been the collector. Okay. I I I honestly when I think of the collector I honestly think of young Ric Flair. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, that is that is who I would envision. And I think I just think he was too old. Yeah. Uh and kind of, you know, they sh- they should have gotten a wrestler. And Benicio del Toro is kind of frumpy. Yeah. I mean, I liked him in uh, in, in um Sin City. Yeah. He was awesome in Sin City. He, the usual suspects? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, but, I, Benicio del Toro yeah. is a good actor. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think he was right for that collector role. Right. But they should have gotten a wrestler with some, like, just like another version of Ric Flair. A guy like MJF. That would have worked. Right. Yeah. A guy like MJF. Heck, Big E would have even worked for me. Yeah. I think E could have pulled it off. Yeah. Because you, you want somebody that's more intimidating than Benicio Del Toro. Right. So... You know, and but but all that said, I don't really give a shit that they cast them. Right. It's it doesn't affect my life one way or the other. Right. You know, I enjoyed I enjoy the movies all the same. Yes. And, and and it's it's a this wonderful thing called suspension of disbelief. Yeah. You know, get you know, shut up and enjoy the fucking ride. Yeah. That's what you that's what a movie, a wrestling match, a song, whatever, any type of entertainment, that's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to do. Allow you to escape your mundane reality for 
however long. Yeah. You know, and just sit back and enjoy the damn ride. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. I There are movies that I don't care for. Right. So, okay. Yep. I don't care for them. You can love them all you want. Yeah. There, I mean, there's been, like, movie. I'm sh- there's movies you and I disagree on. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Purple Rain. <laughs> Look, I... <clears throat> It was confusing, man. It was all so confusing. But I mean, it was good. No, it uh, it was just confusing. It was good. I mean, there's no way Prince came out of that environment. I don't know. Uh, part of it is autobiographical. But I know, but it just seemed. I I don't know. The whole the the you got me on this again. Now, see the whole scene when he's up there singing that one song, you know, and the girl gets offended. You know, it was something like meeting on a rooftop, this, that, and the other thing. And she gets all offended because she thinks it's about her. I mean, that never happened to you two. That's not how you met. How could you even think that was about you? Well, it, it it's poetic license. Yeah, but it's, look, look, all right. If I start singing a song, right, it's like, you know, like, met you in a pool hall, smacked you upside the head with a stick, Right. It's like you're like, oh, he can't be talking about me. I'm what? I'm not talking about you because that's not how we met, right? You know. So it's like, oh, I, I, I'm offended at that because obviously that's an analogy of no. Is it, is it, now, now you brought a song into my head. <laughs> you brought up uh, like because like, uh, how can you think that song's about you? Yeah. Sugar, we're going down swinging by Fallout Boy. I don't know who that's about. Uh, I don't know who it's about either, but there's a line in there. It goes, I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. (laughs) Great line. Yeah, and I I like Prince's music. Yeah. I just thought the movie was a bit confusing. You're entitled to your opinion. Just yet. Wow, that's the first time you've said that. Uh, I'm going to mark this date down. (laughs) 9 to 21. Happy birthday, Frank Carrazzo. Oh, man. Yes, today is actually Franny's birthday. Yes. I actually, yeah, um, I I upset someone on the internet again. Good. Today. I, I do that. I don't do it on purpose, though. A question came up. Okay. Um, if all of a sudden all the toilet paper disappeared, uh-huh. what would you use as a replacement? Okay. I said political flags. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on board with that. And boy, boy, somebody... Really, just I gotta crawl on them. Oh yeah, like, I didn't even. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not picking a side here. I didn't say what. I, I, I didn't say which flags. Yeah. It's like you know. Hey, the yard flags are good for you know, you know your your tiny ones and them them big ones on the side of a building. Yeah. Yes. If you wait at Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I, I. I. don't know. Uh, I. Uh, I. I notched another accomplishment this week too. Huh. I got a scam caller to curse me out, to curse at me and hang up on me. Oh, that's always fun to do. Well, here, here this is how this happened. And this shows you the intelligence of said sam, scam caller. Mm-hmm. He didn't spoof the number the first time. <laughs> okay. He didn't spoof the number his number the first time. It came up as a, as a number in San Marcos, California right. with his name. Oh, man. With his name. Okay. Yeah. And I get the recording. This is the Social Security Administration, blah, 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 blah. So the guy gets on the phone. Uh, who am I speaking to? I said, what do you want? Click. Right. 
10 seconds later, I get another call. This time it's from a number in Delaware. All right. Okay. Same guy. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, this is the Social Security Administration. We just got uh, disconnected. What? Uh, what's this call in reference to? I don't know, motherfucker. You called me. Uh, uh, what? Excuse me? I said, you called me, asshole. What do you want? You know you're on a recorded government line. I said, I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> and it goes on for another second or two. And then he calls me a fucking asshole and hangs up the phone. And um, So I go and I check the number from Delaware. He spoof... I understand he's probably just spoofing a random number. Yeah, they usually do. But the number that he spoofed was a fucking daycare center. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the spoof number, I I Googled it. It's a daycare center in Delaware. It's like, you scumbag. (laughs) See, the funny part is I answer the phone Aloha Uh because they're machines. It's usually a computer dialing it, and it'll transfer you over. When you say hello. Right. Uh, or hi or something like that. Well, it doesn't know what to do with an aloha. What about an ahoy ahoy? I, I haven't tried ahoy ahoy. But it's funny when normal people call me, I usually, unless they're like you or someone I know his number's in there, yeah. they'll get an aloha. Yeah. And, and that is exactly why. <laughs> you know what? The next time I get something that I don't recognize the number, I'm going to try ahoy ahoy. Yeah. And it won't pick up the other end. Because it, it hears the hello, and that's the computer saying, oh, someone picked up their home. Right. Because a machine, if a, normally a machine, nobody puts their answer machine as hello, except they're completely psychotic. Right. You know? My, my, I just want, I want my machine to say, bugger off. <laughs> Piss off, posty. I want to put my, my, my voicemail. I have never set my voicemail ever since I've had a phone, a cell phone. Yeah. I've never done it because, you know, I'll get back to you, but I really want to put it like, you know, I want to put, uh, I either can't come to the phone right now cause I'm busy or I don't want to talk to you. Uh, leave a message and we'll see how it plays out. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, unfortunately I use my, my yeah. personal phone for work, so I can't I know. Do I, that. I get the school calls me sometimes. And, yeah. Well, this, I think the school calls. Do you get the 530 in the morning call? Yeah, I got it this oh. morning. I, I get it. Oh. I'm usually up by then anyway. No, no. Or, or close to then. Still sleeping. It's like we look at the phone. It's like, who is it? It's the school. I say, great. Two hour delay. Don't even pick it up. Well, we had, yeah, I got the call this morning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I planned on going to... Uh, Scranton Wilkesbury area for work today. Oh, Dunder Mifflin. Yep, I was going to look for Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> uh, pro- possibly get a gyro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Greek American Grill, but that's you know something. We'll talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> but I look out and past Seventh Street, Delaware Avenue's closed off. Yeah, they had Delaware going out toward Little Gap. Yeah, they had it closed off well, at Seventh yeah, Street. Yeah, that was. I because the Aqua Shikla was really high. Oh yeah. Um. So, rather than take the other way to get to Scranton, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to do paperwork today. I'll go out tomorrow. Damn, and, and according to the to WNEP, uh, that whole area was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad up there because of all the rain. You know, I'll tell you what, though. You want to hear a doom and gloom forecast? This was under Dave Allen. The man, the man cannot have a, just a nice day. Uh-huh. At one point, he's showing the Pennsylvania map. 
uh-huh. in a section of Montour County, uh-huh. there was a little speck of a thunderstorm, uh-huh. which was like one small area. And he pretty much focused in on that and just did the Armageddon speech. Jeez. So I, I put on the page, you know, and in other news, 99.99% of Pennsylvania is going to have a nice day. Who's Dave Allen? He's a weatherman for for, for 13. Oh, for, I don't have cable, so. Oh, I I, I, I I haven't watched the news in the longest time. I, I, I don't I, have cable. I, I, yeah, I, it's I, on Facebook. You can still see it on Facebook. Yeah, I... I begrudgingly have Blue Ridge for my internet. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's, and I know it's completely personal. Yeah. There's, well, there's no choice in this area. Right. And that's another discussion. I don't mm-hmm. have time to go or inclination to go into it on the air. Yeah. Um, I, for me, it's completely personal and you know why. Yeah. Um, I wish there was another choice in the area, but uh, I, I, I have not had cable since since I got let go. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, since I got since I got released from Blue Ridge. Um in fact the day here I'll 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 tell you give you a little history on it. The day I signed my compromise and release, okay? And they agreed to my settlement. Mm-hmm. That day I got informed that I'm no longer an employee, so I'm no longer eligible for the company discount, right? For the employee mm-hmm. discount. I said, okay, I will be over on Saturday with Randy, who is still an employee, yeah. and I'm going to switch the cable, you know, switch the account over to Randy's name. That way we still get the discount. Yeah. In three days, three day, three calendar days, not three business days, Three calendar days. My bill jumped one hundred and twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. We went over. I said, "You can cancel the cable. I'm finding another provider. All I want now is the internet. You'll have your fucking boxes on Tuesday, because I got on. I got on my phone yeah. and scheduled my appointment for Directv to come out and put a dish." I did that in the in the Blue Ridge store. Mm. Yeah, that's how I got. That's that was the treatment I got after seventeen years. Yeah, and I understand it's a business. Mm-hmm. Okay, but a little human decency would have gone a long way. I have not had blue. I have not had Blue Ridge cable since, and I will never mm. have Blue Ridge again. I use Hulu Plus now. After I got uh, after my introductory offer for direct tv ran out and i didn't get nfl sunday ticket free anymore i canceled the dish too so what happens to the dish the dish is still in the house i just have to send the receivers back oh okay yeah the the, they don't want the dish they just want the receivers back all right so yeah and then i went to hulu plus all right yeah i you you, you had a you had an issue there (laughs) yeah i just i don't i i have the pluses that's where i was watching the you know, The Godfather last night. Yeah. Almo- almost done with it. HBO Max? No, no, Paramount. Oh, Paramount. Uh, oh, shit, no, I watched them on, uh, I didn't watch them on HBO Max. I watched them on Peacock. Yeah. 
I watched them on uh, I watched them on the cock. Yeah, I I own them all, but I wasn't going down to the basement last night. Right. No. 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 no it wasn't. It wasn't that bad since I fixed the one hole in the wall. Yeah, you're you're on higher ground than me. Yeah, and but you I get... yeah I still get a lot of moisture. But uh, I fixed the one hole. I couldn't fix the other two. Yeah. Um, but I still get anxiety. Yeah. From, from living on Lehigh and I having, gotta having the river in my house. I gotta wa- I gotta. I got to talk to Chuck and see how he made out uh, with this one. He, I bet he just sits in the hot tub with a, with, a, with an oar and just waits. The last time, <laughs> it, the last time it flooded, he actually got the kayak out and was kayaking in his backyard. <laughs> Wait, did he ever kayak up the up the uh, the Aquashikola? in a gorilla suit? I don't know if it was in a gorilla suit. No, that's Bo- that's Robert Balch that does. There that. was there was some nutcase. That used to kayak up the Aquashikola when I lived down in Lehigh. That's that's Robert Balch. Okay, I see it every every so often. I'd see it. I'd be like, "That's the sight you only get to see in this town." Yeah, that's Balch. <laughs> that's, that, that's my friend Balch. Yeah, um, you probably know Bob. I might by yeah. this fade. I mean, every <laughs> this this town is too small not to know. He had he has a uh, tendency to go kayaking in a gorilla in okay. a gorilla costume. Yeah, yeah. sometimes can be a weird town. Oh yeah, which. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those wonderful towns that something weird could happen, and no one is going to look twice about it. No. You know, although I always find it funny when I when I see the people walking their kids on the leash. Oh, God. I, That's a trend I wished would have gone away. I know, but it's it's just, sometimes it's just hilarious, and especially when they're on their phone. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the kids wander too far, got to yank them back. Yeah. It's like, it's like they've got him on a retractable fucking dog lead. Yeah, you know? it, that to me, it's it's so it, it's it's very indicative of shitty parenting. I think it is. That's one thing I'm and especially and you know the the one I saw at Hershey Park. I'll never forget this. We, the guy had his kid on a leash, uh-huh. and he was just kind of standing there doing whatever. The kid's wandering off, you know. And he got a little bit too far, so he started yanking the leash back, and then gave a <laughs> as he yanked the leash back. I'm like, oh dear did, God! Did you just click at that kid? Dear God! It's like, do these parents also spray with water bottles when they go on the high shelves? I don't know. It's like I and you know, and then of course it's like you know, yeah. Well, you don't understand. My kid's a runner. What if he runs out in traffic? I said, you have a hand, right? Right. It's like I. I mean. We we're we're both parents. Yeah, we've never done that. I've never and 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 Valerie would like to run, and she's also you know well I think they both are at a certain point where it's like they don't look when they get out the car. Right. That's why you got them locks on it. Right. <laughs> right. I mean I I've never done that. Oh. You know. Oh dear. But uh, there's but there's a certain parent that I mean the attentive parents never do it. They're always like on their phone, reading a book, right? Doing something, and then there's even there's even I've seen, it's rare but I've seen it. The kids on a leash, the dogs running free. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the dogs more well behaved than the child. Yeah, that's uh, that's I've seen that too. You know, hey, 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 you know there's a leash law. Kids on a leash, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't leash children. No. Consenting adults can have a leash, but no children. Earl, you're okay. 
I, I, yes, I went there. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> oh man! So um, we got the uh, we got the loft reset for after the show. We got the loft finally reset for practice. Okay. Because uh, we had actually moved practice down to the haunted house mm-hmm. because um, we were planning on using the system that we ended up using at the show. Yeah, that was stationed at the haunt. So rather than move all that shit up to the loft, we just moved practice down to the, the haunt because my rig is mobile. I don't have a, I don't use an amp. I just use my board. Mm-hmm. Earl's the same way. And Chuck has one of his drum sets already set up down there. So we moved down there. But now I took my X-Air unit to the loft and we hooked that all up on Monday and got everything set up. So now we can learn even more about how to use this Behringer X-Air piece of equipment better and uh, kind of practice the same way that we're going to do shows because the Chuck's X-Air unit and the power amps for that are in a rolling rack case, and that's going to be set, yeah. set there for gig only. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, we got that all set up. I took uh, I didn't take the Rickenbacker this time, though. I took the Warwick up and gave that a workout okay but i have to i have to dial in because i changed all my settings for the rickenbacker to mm-hmm. for what the rickenbacker sounds like yeah and all my settings were also tailored to the pa that we were using up there so now i got to take the rickenbacker and the warwick both up and tailor sounds and mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be it'll be a process but it's fun <laughs> yeah i'm taking a course at work Okay. Um, for about rewiring your brain. Uh-huh. And basically, so your brain doesn't get lazy. Uh-huh. And a couple of the suggestions are learn an instrument. Okay. So I'm still working on the ukulele. Nice. And the flute. Ooh. You know, I like to combine them to like a flukulele. A flukulele? <laughs> nice. And I'm doing this, still trying the juggling. Well, if you learn how to play the flute, let me know. Oh. You can come down. We'll do some Jethro Tull. It's it's difficult, man. Well, it's not it's not like hmm. probably if you gave it to a person who like what do they call them flautists a flautist. If if I gave it to a flaut, they could probably make just beautiful music out of it. Uh huh. I don't know if uh, I'm not using my lips right or not moving my fingers in the right way. That's what she said. <laughs> Thank you. Uh but I, I can't get a decent sound out of it, even when I'm trying to. Well, you had the same issue with guitar. Excuse me? <laughs> I, it, what, are you Vicky Guerrero now? No, it, it, no it, it was like, well, you just like, you, it's like the hand was back already, ready for the slap. And I delivered said yeah, slap. Damn. It's like, oh, the ukulele is actually a lot of fun. I, I got to say. What's the tuning on a uke? Uh, C or G? Open an open C. Open. No G. I don't know an open G. I don't know. I have a ukulele tuner, so I don't really. Okay, but you can strum the four strings open, and it's like a, a harmonious chord. No. Oh. No. Um, you need to you need to have a finger on something everywhere. Oh, okay. I think I don't remember. Is it C? I don't know. I've never, I've never tried to play a ukulele. It's, it's that's the most difficult part because now a G chord uh-huh. on a ukulele is what a D chord looks like normally. Okay, like a D chord on a guitar. Right. Okay. You know, and an F chord is one of the easiest to play. 
uh-huh. on a uke. Right. So it's like it's, and I think the E chord is one of the hardest. It's like that is where it gets weird. And plus, it's a smaller instrument, and you know I have you know very large hands. You've got buffalo fingers. No, no, they're 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 the large hands, but they're not like you know sausages. You've got sausage fingers. They are not sausages. You don't have nice. No, I do. Guitar look player at that. hands. No, like. look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful, man. They look like breakfast sausages. They, they do not. They do too. They do not. They look good. Those are not fat. Fa- I do not have fat hands. No, not, they're not necessarily. They're svelte. They're not necessarily fat, but you got fucking long ass goddamn right. breakfast sausage fingers. Well, they're fingers. bass player fingers, you know? I'm the bass player. I'm not trying to, I'm saying that I could probably play a bass easier than anything else. So if they made a larger size ukulele. A bass ukulele. That I could play easy. Shit. <laughs> I never even thought of a bass ukulele. Do they make a bass ukulele? I don't know. Huh. But it's a fun instrument to just you know good piddle around with. Uh, 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 at the show, uh, Devin and Taylor Schmidt came to the mm-hmm. Carrazzo show, and they are actually the night before when we were loading in. They came and helped uh, came and helped uh, move equipment with us. Yeah, there was somebody playing the bagpipes on Lehigh. Really? Yes. <laughs> Guess what Devin did. What? Got, got right on fucking Amazon and primed him a set of bagpipes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm getting bagpipes. I just bought bagpipes. Devin, what the hell do you need bagpipes for? I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, and I'm not going to minimize the bagpipes because I was concerned to get my own set at one point. But they're no, they aren't that much more difficult than a flute. Uh-huh. Because, but it's just your, your air is being, you know, the, the reed that comes out of the mouth is um is filling the bag. Yeah. And then your arm is what's causing the bag to deflate. Right. And then you have the exhaust pipes up top. I think Lisa might kill you if you bought bagpipes. Nah, she, honestly, it, it'd be one of those things that's like, what did you get now? Bagpipes. Okay. No, I mean, she might, she'd be okay with you buying them. It's play, the playing them that might get you murdered. No. Because no. even somebody who knows how to play bagpipes well, that's a fucking annoying instrument. I love the bagpipes. I absolutely love bagpipe and drum music. It I is... do too. But after a while, I'm like, okay, that's enough. No. Yes. No, I've gone I've, I've gone to entire bagpipe shows that lasted hours. I couldn't do it. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's awesome. Um, I, will, I will say this. The songs start to sound the same. Yes. But, I mean, I, I have... I have <laughs> Oh, was it about four or five albums from one band with nothing but bagpipe music? I love it. Yeah. I mean, I like it too, but like I said, after a while, I'm like, okay, I've had enough. No, it's it's no, no that's it's better than ska. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. After the show, we're listening to Real Big Fish. No, we're not. After the show, I can leave. We're listening which, to... By, which, by the way, talk to your freaking neighbors. Why? I barely found a parking spot. Not my pig, not my farm. <laughs> It's on street parking, douche. You get what you get. I know. I, I and uh, does Missy listen to this? I don't think so. Okay. Well, just I'm a the one day I showed up and I parked. Uh huh. And she came in a ball of fire. She was mad because someone was parked in her spot. It was you. It was me. <laughs> and I kept my damn mouth shut because <laughs> I'm thinking I'm just gonna leave. And if she wants to park, park she can. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, I mean, it happens all the time. I know. It's, it, it's, it's on street parking. You get what you can get. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's never this. It's never as full as it is today. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll explain a bit of the situation. Parties. Off air. No, <laughs> off air. Not a party, sadly. Um, I'll explain off air. But um, so w- what else? What what else you got? With what? Anything. We've been freestyling for an hour. Oh. Well, I was thinking about this because we don't do topics anymore. We need topics. No, that's the best part. We don't. I was thinking about this. Okay. You belong to Reddit. Yes. You just go to ask Reddit and see what they say, and then we can riff on that. Okay. Not even on people, just the questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who did I pick? Oh, oh, not, not, that's not that. Oh, that's dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's me. What do you think of that? That avatar is awesome. That is pretty cool. Yep. All denimed up. Oh, shit. Now, I, now, okay, now my brain doesn't want to know how to do it. Okay. All right. Let's see. Pet peeves? Nah. That's boring. I got a pet peeve. I know. Well, we are. Okay. Well, let's. All right. What's your. Okay. Let, let, let's let's go you first. What's your, what's your biggest pet peeve? People that park in the fire lane. Yeah, I, I I hate I hate everything about shopping. Yeah, and my I have bad anxiety going into the store. From oh. the minute I walk in, people park in the fire lane, to people uh, stopping in the middle of an aisle to decide what mustard to get, leaving their carts, not watching when they uh, exit an aisle. I take I literally like to take the noisiest cart. Yeah. So people hear me come, and they still won't get out of the way. No, they won't. People, well, that that just comes to the fact that as a society, by and large, we've become increasingly rude and selfish. Mm-hmm. And I try not to be. I try not to be. I try to. No, I'm very. I'm actually courteous to a fucking fault. Well, okay. You you said rude and selfish, so I was taking them. Both. I'm rude. <laughs> I, I'm very rude, but I'm courteous to a fault. Mm-hmm. You know. I, 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 I'm almost too courteous, you know, because I've become non-confrontational for the most part mm-hmm. as I got older. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 20 years ago, it was a different story. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you can attest to that. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good night. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, parking in the fire lane, um, should be punishable by beatings. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a pet peeve that is very petty, but it is a huge fucking pet peeve of mine. I hate it. 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 It drives me up a fucking wall. Crumbs in my butter. <laughs> How do you not get crumbs in the butter? Don't. First off, wait, like if you're make if you're buttering toast, yeah, take enough butter for the fucking toast. And if you have to go back, get a paper towel that wipe that shit off. That's, but that's not easy to do. I mean, there's a different butter consistency if you're getting like an Italian loaf or a white bread loaf. Dude, crumbs in my butter drive me fucking nuts. That's a great name for a band. Crumbs in the butter. I like it. I like it. 
Oh yeah, oh. that that's that is a it's a it's petty as shit, but that I, is a huge you know, pet peeve for me. Ryan, um, I've tried talking to him about it. Uh uh-huh. He doesn't uh, spread the butter nicely with the knife on the top, like uh-huh. skim the top layer. Uh-huh. No, he dives in and <laughs> and chunks the middle of the butter. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the butter always looks like a murder victim when he's done with it. <laughs> And I've told him, I said, you know, you can just spread the spread the knife, spread the butter. It's soft. It'll work. And nope, you go and he has the butter. I mean, he stabs into it. See, I, I, I don't do that. Um, I The butter's soft, yeah. right? So I'll normally just, on the end, take a slab off, butter my, butter my bread, butter my toast, and be on my goddamn way. Shit. You would have killed me as a roommate. Because I even take the crumbed buttered edge of the knife with some butter on it left if I have some left over and scrape it on the edge. Oh, no, 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 no. That would not have flown. That would not have flown at all. But that's the first piece of butter I take the next time around. I don't care. <laughs> I may go for butter before you. <laughs> and I would look at that. And the first thing to come to my mind would be, what the fuck? Like I, like I said, it's petty as shit. Oh, but- oh, that's what that's the best thing about pet peeves. Oh yeah, you know I just I honestly well today I had to stop uh, to pick up supper before I came and um, stopped at Giant and there was a parking space three spaces in. Uh huh. Now I don't go for the closest space. I go for one closest to the the cart corral. Yes, because your car your car will never get hit by a cart. Because if they've already gotten it that far, they're going to put it in. Right. You know, but so and also I know I, I, I want to get as much exercise as I can. I will park as far as away because I can walk. Yeah. So this woman is waiting for an elderly couple in a minivan to load their groceries. Right. They are going slow as shit to begin with. Yeah. Now they're elderly. They're all, they've lived a life. They're allowed to be as slow as shit. Right. She pulls in to the center of the lane and to s- wait for them to come out. And sits there. Yes. And then she turns around and looks at me like, forgive me, I'm waiting for this spot. And I'm like, get out the fucking way. That, oh, God. It's like it's like move your fat ass, drive your fat ass down five spaces and yeah. fucking walk. Yeah, it's like I can't, I cannot, and I don't like the you know. There's the one, the lane vultures and all that. Yeah, and it's like you know you don't need the closest spot. Find a spot, park, leave. Right. Yeah. Another pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Since we're on the topic of pet peeves and shopping, people that don't put their carts back. Yep, that's another one. You lazy bastards. Oh. Especially if it's in a parking spot like two spots away from the yeah. cart corral or a real good one at the Country Harvest. Mm-hmm. They'll put the like the, the, the parking spots that front Delaware Avenue. Yeah. Where the handicap spot is mm-hmm. and there's a couple of spots there. They'll leave the fucking carts right there. It's literally 20 feet yeah. to where the carts are stacked. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be like Aldi's. Yep. You know, Aldi's never has a cart in their spots because everybody got to have the quarterback. That's right. Yeah. You know? That's right. Now, I, I, I'm, 
I, I, I can't do that. I cannot leave my cart in the middle of the goddamn parking. I won't. Because, because here, and you know what? My reasons are not because I'm a good person. Okay? Uh-huh. My actual reason is everything has filmed now. Okay? And the cart that I leave will be the one that slams into a BMW. And that person is going to get the footage of me and my license plate. And I'm going to have to pay for this. Right. Not happening. Right. I, I, I do it because, not for liability reasons. I do it because I, I try to be a good person. Yeah. Mine's not really a good person thing. Because sometimes it's like, it's a hassle. But I don't want to be the one because now everything's on film. Yeah. And I, you know, it, I don't want to be the one that causes that havoc. And, and you got these uh, and a lot of times they're they're high school kids, mm-hmm. you know, working at a grocery store, be it Country Harvest or Giant mm-hmm. or Weiss or whatever. And, you know, they're they're making fucking minimum wage. And they have to, first off, they have to deal with asshole customers. Because mm-hmm. as a society, we've become rude and selfish. Yep. I try to mitigate that on my end as best as I can. I'm I'm very nice to customer service people. You know, anybody in the customer service industry, unless you give me a reason to be a dick to you, I'm going to treat you nice. Yeah, me too, for the most part, because I've been there too. Yeah. And I'm going to... I, I'm. And, it takes time for these fuckers to go and you know go through the parking lot, pick out all, pick up all the carts, take them back to the corral, get the carts in the corral, and get them back where they belong. Mm-hmm. Dude, just be a good person. Take your fucking cart to the corral. Yeah, exactly. And don't put crumbs in my butter. Another one on shopping. I like I, everything. I swear, every one of my pet peeves is shopping. Okay. Full cart in the self checkout. Oh yeah, oh I'll, yeah! I'll kill you! I'll kill you right now! It's like I treat the self checkout like an express lane. Yeah, the only place I don't, and I will go with full cart, is Walmart. Well, I'm not, I'm done with that now. So well, well, because Walmart they've got 27 checkout aisles. Oh my god! Yeah, and two people working. Yeah, but and they have I think if I'm right they still have about 12 or more self checkouts. It's two bays at the end of the stores. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, the the actual manned checkout yeah. counters, there'll be two or three open. Yeah, that's like that's like Lowe's as well. I can't, I can't you know, and it's not, and, and I don't want anybody to give me this uh, worker shortage bullshit either. This has been going on for years. Yeah. You know, Lowe's, they'll have one checkout aisle, and then the bank of four self-checkouts, there's always two broken. It's yeah. like... This is this is this like an improvement store. Fix things. Yeah, um, yeah. Walmart is the only place I will go with a cart full to the self checkout yeah. line. You can't do it at Giant. You can't. No, they do. Oh, no. well, because you no, have. Yeah, but they'll go up and then they'll okay. We'll void out this. You put the bags in your cart and then we. Yeah, they do. Giant, they they can do it, and it it pisses me off. Weg, I, Wegmans is another one. Wegmans, I went one time. There was a couple with two carts. At the self-checkout. Yeah. Both of them took a checkout. Oh, Jesus. Right. I wanted to, you know, beat them both with a hammer. It should be legal. I think customer service people should be allowed to punch one person in the face a week. Yeah. And I've said many times when, when the aisle says like 10 items or less, 15 items or less, 
I think after that tenth or whatever number the item is, double the price. Double the price. That's it. Yeah. See, see how much you're gonna do now. Yeah. Because and even then, it's like now some of these aisles you see, it's like it's like about fifteen items. What do you mean about? You don't get to about a fifteen item. No, 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 no. This isn't approximate. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you. <laughs> if it's fifteen, I'll give you a two item grace. Anything after seventeen, fuck you. It's oh, double. Yeah. yeah. But I treat. At Giant, I treat the self uh, the self checkout as an express line. Yeah, I will not go there with a cart full of groceries. No, you go there with like like you can have three stations for bags. Yeah, everything should fit in three bags. That is it. Yeah, you know, I think the funniest one that ever happened with this was hilarious. And Lisa, like, and I, she knows my, we're there with a cart full. Yeah, and the express like the ten items or less aisle was open. Yeah, right. And I'm just standing in regular line. The girl like motions over, come come over here. And Lisa's like, go, she's motioning over. I said, I can't. Why? This is more than 10 items. I can't do it. The girl heard me say that she shut off the light. So I would go in there without feeling bad. <laughs> Good guy, Bill. Good guy, Bill. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I know how I feel about these people. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like people thinking of me out as a dick if I, unless I want them to. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Seriously, a lot of things I do like that are planned. Yeah, we, I know. We're in the line of the West End Fair, and oh, you'll love this one. I had I was just starting random conversations, and loudly around strangers is just fun. And when I say like you know people that you know name their dogs human names are are insane, you know it's like oh you got a new dog what's his name Trevor, you know it's <laughs> at least a quick as a whip though. Wait a minute. Don't you want to name your cat Charlie Murphy? Okay, now that's totally different. <laughs> yeah, well, see now, here's the thing. My dog is named Thor. Yes. Okay? It, it's a mythical god. Okay? My dog is named after a mythical god. Yes. My cats, however, have human names. Yeah, I know. Full human names, mind you. There is Waylon Quincy to Mau Mau. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Jeffrey Varg Booplesnoot. See, now, now, when I said those people are insane... I wasn't lying. <laughs> there's some, there's something wrong with someone that you know, and I, especially when you post pictures of Jeffrey. Oh, that's you, my Jeffrey. Yeah, you, you weirdo. It's my Jeffrey. You are a weirdo. Why? <laughs> that, that cat thinks he's a dog. You know, most cats. You have cats. Yeah. Most cats, they will not let you rub their belly. Mm-hmm. They get the, nope, nope, nope. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Waylon will not let me touch his bizzle, mm-hmm. right? What? His bizzle? The bizzle. Who's got Who's got your bizzle? Uh, you don't watch Trailer Park. You're Plays, a weirdo. You Jeffrey, <laughs> I will, I'll come walking out of the kitchen, right? And Jeffrey will follow me. Jeffrey, I, I'm Jeffrey's human. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey will come, he'll be like weaving in and out of my legs. Okay, Jeffrey, what do you want? And then he'll answer me. Do you want lovin's? And he'll answer me. So I'll go sit on the couch. He will come up, flop next to me on the couch, like flop directly to fuck down, <laughs> and present the belly for belly rubs. Mm-hmm. He and he he loves it. He'll get one hand on the belly, and then the other hand is you know you know rubbing his head. But the cat's not spoiled. Yeah, our <laughs> our cat likes roughhousing too. It's amazing how much that cat does not care. How much she doesn't run away from anybody. Oh, 
you see now my cats like Waylon will roughhouse a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I won't declaw a cat. Mm-hmm. So I have to be careful. I will not declaw my cats. No, I don't do that. Um, I think it's barbaric. It is. Um, yeah, here we go. Good guy Eric again, you know, talking about, you know, animal rights mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I won't declaw my cats, so I have to be careful with the roughhousing, especially with the amount of fucking blood thinners I take. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, when I was a kid, I don't know if you remember the cat we had, Smokey. Yeah, I remember Smokey. Smokey would roughhouse with you. <laughs> I, like, Smokey was, that cat, you could, you could... Like that cat, you could fuck him up and he loved it. Kept coming mm-hmm. back for more. My Uncle Dave used to freaking take that cat. He would take that cat and like spin him around on the floor. Yeah. Right? Spin him around on the floor. He's laying on the floor. He's spinning the cat, spin the cat, spin the cat. Cat would get up. He'd be all goofy. Come right back to Dave. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss that cat. Uh, the cat that I wish I had, uh, I, I wish he was, I wish he was still around, was my mom's cat. Uh, they had a, uh, it almost looked like a miniature serval. All right. Okay. His name was his name was just Kitty Guy. <laughs> and I would and anybody upstairs will tell you this. I used to have conversations with that cat. <laughs> I would I, I would say, Kitty Guy, shit me up a little bit. And he'd sit he'd sit down and start talking. <laughs> I miss that fucking cat. Yeah, cats are great. Man. Yeah, they are. Better than dogs. I, I won't disagree. Bunch of slobbering. Every everybody I know has a dog that think they're a lap dog. Thor thinks he's a lap dog. See every and everybody I know has a dog like that. It's but, like get you know. It's like get get down. They think their name is Get Down. Oh God, my you got to go down. You know, you should come to my mom's house sometime mm. and meet her dog. You uh, got to meet freaking uh, meet Homie G and uh, I'm just I'm, and, and and Baxter Boo. I'm just not. I'm not a fan of big dogs. They're not big dogs. Yeah, even the dogs are like, just, I don't know. They're small. Like, my mom's dogs are both smaller than Thor. Yeah. Right? And Thor's not huge. He's a decent-sized dog, but he's not as big as some of the pit bulls I've I've seen. Mm-hmm. But my mom's dogs are convinced they're fucking lap dogs. Yeah. I, I, jump, I go into the house, and, and I get attacked. I have to acknowledge their presence. <laughs> Yes, boo-boo, I acknowledge you. Yes, boo-boo, I see you. Yes, G, I see you too. And then I'll go sit down on the couch, talk to my mom and dad for a while. And the next thing I know, one of them's in my lap and the other's trying to get there. And okay, I get it. But I've made a decision. Uh, Thor's getting up in age. Yeah. Thor's probably 12 or 13 years old, which is really pushing the limits for any of the bully breeds. Mm-hmm. So when Thor goes across the rainbow bridge, um, I think that's going to be my last dog. Maybe, oh. maybe. Okay. Cause I, you know, I, it's, it's hard. Like when I had a Barry Muggsy, I know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we've had multiple cats at this point. We've, we've buried multiple cats and, you know, I, we go to the animal shelter you know, after a mourning period, uh-huh. you know, it, it took me a long time after after Wolf Wolf uh, went off in 06. Yeah. And it took me a long time to want another one. Yeah. I mean, that cat, I sat in my computer chair 
the back of the computer chair was the cat's seat. Yeah. And she would sit, not on my shoulders, but on the back of the chair behind me. Yeah. And, you know, she was, I mean, she was athletic, playful. She was the alpha cat. Yeah. I mean, we had a three-tier cat tree. She was the alpha cat. She was top on, tier. Top she tier. She was on top tier. And nobody, you know, nobody did nothing to Wolf. No, and I missed that cat all the time. I had I had a cat kind of like that. Yeah. When uh, when we lived up on Avenue A, mm-hmm. we had we had two cats up there. We had Special Ed mm-hmm. and Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> Cyrus was my cat. Okay, I would walk in. I'd walk in from work, and he would he would perch on the banister. Okay, on the on the post of the banister, yeah. I'd go. I'd dip my shoulder down. He would climb on my shoulder and stay there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go over to the couch. He'd climb up on the freaking climb up on the couch. Would be either lay in my lap or lay on my you know across my shoulders. And when we went to bed, he would go. He'd lay on my pillow at my above my head and just start kneading my head and yeah. slept there every night. That was that that was Cyrus. I I miss that freaking cat. Yeah, well, we had the three of them: Misty, Misty, Wolf, and Callie. I would just—I call them the Dark Triangle. Yeah, you know that was just my nickname for the cats because whenever, whenever they would like, one would lay down, they all had to lay down. Yeah, and it was just like it was like it was the Dark Triangle was in the room again. Yeah, you know they always were wherever one was, all three of them were doing the exact same thing. It was weird. Yeah, it was like a mini gang. <laughs> Well, Waylon, Waylon, and Jeffrey are are very independent. Mm-hmm. They'll, I mean, they'll play with each, they'll they play with each other quite a bit. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll roughhouse with each other quite a bit. But like Waylon, Waylon, and Waylon's older. Mm-hmm. You know, Waylon's the elder of the two cats. He'll go and he'll hide in the bathroom. He'll climb up on the top tier of the towel rack and just like veg out up there and like yeah. you know leave me alone. Uh, where and then. Jeffrey will go find somewhere else to be, but they're very independent. They're it, it's it's not they're not running they're not running in a gang. Yeah, Callie was our weird cat. You, I, I used to like to go barefoot a lot. Uh huh. Callie would lick your feet. That's weird. Yeah, and it's especially well at night. You had to, I had to sleep with socks on because she would lick my feet at night. It's or like, or from just sitting on the computer or sitting watching TV. If you're barefoot, she's gonna lick your and not just me. It wasn't just my feet. You know, she had a taste for bare. She loved bare feet, and it was weird, and I hated it. It's like sandpaper on your to- on your toes. Oh God! It just, and you know it takes you by surprise. Yeah, you're not expecting it. It's like you're sitting. You know, you get out of the shower. You're sitting. You know, you're getting yourself dressed or whatever. Next thing you know, the cat's licking your damn feet. It's like knock it off. Go away. Yeah, but yeah, Thor. Thor thought he was a lap. Uh, th- th- he tried still every once mm-hmm. in a while he would try to be a lap dog, but since we got the new furniture, yeah, I'm trying. You know, we keep him off the furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also his age. He's he mm-hmm. doesn't get like he doesn't yeah. get up like he used to. Yeah, like he can't get up on my bed anymore. Mm. Um. He used to, he used to get up on my bed and I'm like nope down, <laughs> and he'd look at me like please no get off my fucking bed. <laughs> That's one thing I never I I, mm-hmm. did, I never did was the dog on the bed. Uh, he doesn't even try anymore. He can't as uh, he's like I said he's getting old. Yeah, you know. 
You got you got to stop ending these things on the on the sad notes, man. I know. Fuck. Every damn time. You know what? Uh, God, then I can't. E- I you know I can't even bring up tomorrow. Well, don't. I have to. All right. But we're we'll go we'll go to something fun after it. All right. Um, today is like I said, it's Franny's birthday. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Franny. Um, tomorrow, as we record this, uh, tomorrow is September the third, and September the third is the anniversary of Mark's passing. So tomorrow's going to be a rough day. Mm. Um, tomorrow's going to be a rough day. It'll be three years tomorrow that Mark's gone. Mm. Um, My I, God, yeah. You know, it seems like so much longer. It really does. Because, I mean, I know. I, I didn't have a lot. We were more acquaintances through you. Yeah. Um, but God, I love being around him. He was such a, he was, he was like the cool guy. Dude, he was such a fucking fun guy. I, up until the very end of his life, mm. he was, uh, you know, he was, uh, I had one time that I spent with Mark that was not fun. And that was the week before he passed when Chuck and I went up to, you know, kind of check on him and get some stuff. And that, you know, that was like the only time I ever hung out with Mark Uh, that and when Aaron passed away, the other member of our trio, Mm -hmm. when we lost him, that was not fun. Mark and I sat in the basement for hours talking. And this is a, it's, it's, it, how do I put this? We lost Aaron to suicide, mm-hmm. and Mark and I had talked. You know uh, how 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 could he do it? How could he do that? How you know just reach out, reach out, reach out? And a year later, I, you know we lost Mark. Mm-hmm. But you know the fucking darkness, man. It the darkness is real. The demons are real. I fight my demons every day. I fight my darkness every day. That's why there's one on each wrist. Band. There's one on each wrist. Mm-hmm. You know. To, it, it it helps to remind me that the darkness is real and I have to do my part to fight mine and I have to do my part to help others fight theirs, you know. But I never had, other than that, I never had a bad time hanging out with Mark because, you know, it was always just, yeah, he he was... That guy, he was a light of fucking sunshine in a dark world. Mm-hmm. He was always upbeat. Never, never had a bad thing to say out about say about people. Like when we had when we had the bands together. Um, we when we brought the girl in to sing with us in Snacky. Yeah. You know me, and you know how I get, especially with my bands. Yeah. I want shit right. Mm-hmm. I was the iron fist. Mark was the velvet glove. Mm. No, don't fucking sing it like that. And I would walk out of the room. And then Mark would be like, hey, try it like this, you know. And I've tried to be more like <laughs> more like Mark now, you know. Like, I, because I, there are times I, I have to talk to Chuck or Earl, you know, hey, mm-hmm. why don't you try it this way? You know, let's try the, try it. Earl, try playing it like this. Or Chuck, try doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying my best to do it nicely and to do it the way 
how would Mark handle this? Because mm, yeah. here, here's another thing that'll tie the, that whole thing together. Mark and Chuck and Earl and the whole haunt band thing. For the longest time, I would not play with those guys. Mm-hmm. Because it just was, it, it was, I wasn't having fun because they didn't know, they, they, I don't want to say they weren't good, but they hadn't gotten to a level even near where Mark and I mm-hmm. were at. And I didn't have the patience for it. Yeah. And it's all, it's, it's on me. Because Mark would be like, dude, come on down to the haunt. Come on down to the haunt. We're jamming. I can't, dude. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. And they got better. You know, Chuck and Earl got so much better to the fact that now I'm in a fucking trio with those guys. Yeah. You know, Chuck and Earl have become much better musicians. They were always really good friends, but now they've become musicians on the level that I don't mind playing with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like every, but all the times that I, that we had together, it was always fun. Driving to fucking Jersey to see Black Sabbath on their final tour. Yeah. You know, driving down to Philadelphia to see Henry Rollins do a spoken word gig. Just outside of Chinatown at the Trocadero. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're in Chinatown. <laughs> Mark, let's go get something to eat. <laughs> I don't like Chinese food. We're in Chinatown in Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. and end up in a fucking TGI Fridays. Yep. <laughs> but that was him, man. Mm-hmm. That was him. And you know, I, 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 I miss the son of a bitch every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow's going to be rough. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna remember the good. I'm gonna remember the fun times. I'm gonna pro, I'm gonna yeah. cry a little bit. Hey, if you need to call somebody, oh, I know I can call you. Yeah, I know I can call you. I gotta I I do I know I gotta make a phone call to Frank and Fran tomorrow, mm-hmm. and make sure they're you know she see how they're doing. But you know, I, I and shit, everybody out there, if you're listening to this and you're having an issue, reach out to somebody. Please, please reach out to somebody. Yeah. You know, I, I truly believe everybody still has somebody. Yeah. I, even if you think you don't, Mm -hmm. you do. And me personally, it's a, it's, um, it sounds like a cliche and I've posted the, 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 it's not necessarily a meme, but I've posted the saying on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I would much rather hear your story than your obituary. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I've sat up with people and, you know, till all hours of the night talking, you know, just to try and get them through, you know, and life is a gift, man. Yeah. It's a gift and find a way to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, this, this, what we do here, this helps me get through. It's been very cathartic. Yeah. This last year. Yeah. And, it's been it's been really cathartic for me too because I get to sit down in I get to sit down and just shoot the shit with one of the one of my closest friends over the last thirty years. Yeah, you know, coolest. coolest. And say well, I'm not gonna fucking lie, an awesome guy, a cool guy, super cool guy, almost as cool as me. Wait, hold on. You, you, you had it till the end there. <laughs> had to blow it, Actually, didn't I? No, you know what? To be honest with you, man, I think, I think you're. I mean, 
just you know to a hub fest here. You are one hell of an awesome person. I try, man. I really do try. You know, I mean, and I've I've seen your evolution. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you have. You know, I mean, it, I mean, it's we're not the people we were when we started. No, Th- those people are so far removed from who we are now. Yeah, uh, I, the guy that the guy that I am now would not like the guy I was at that New Year's Eve party at your house. I don't think the guy I am now. I don't think it would. I would like the guy that I was at Tony. I, I mean, the worst part is I see pictures of that guy, and it's like, yeah, uh, yeah nice denim jacket though. But yeah. <laughs> Even back then, you were rocking a Canadian tuxedo. Hey, you fi- you find a good fashion. I can't believe I've been doing this fashion for this long. I know, right? <laughs> hey, it works for you, though. It does. Um, I'm, I look awesome. But yeah, I mean, the guy, the person that I have become mm-hmm. would not like the guy that I was the night I came to your house on yeah. the New Year's Eve. I came to your house and Lisa threw me out. Yeah, but I was I can I can honestly say I mean, there was a period in the late '90s, early 2000s that, my God, I was, I mean, I was drinking way too heavily. We were off the rails. I mean, uh, yeah, I was drinking heavy. I was smoking like over a pack of cigarettes a day. Yeah. I mean, it was like there wasn't a period that I wasn't just blasted out of my mind. You know, I mean, I just told this. I mean, I've told weird stories about how I've, I've slept in my car. Yeah. Because I was too drunk to drive out of certain places. Oh yeah, me. Uh, well, you've told that story, yeah. like leaving the leaving your the Monte Carlo at mugshots. Yep. Because you for, you know, you put the you shut the car off with it and drive. Yeah, and because I forgot to take the keys out. Right. You know, and I like, wanted your keys, and because I, I, I wasn't well, gonna let and, you. I, and I wouldn't give them to you, not because I I was being refusal, because I didn't have them. I still slapped you, and I didn't want to say to you they're in the ignition because I couldn't figure out how to get them out. I, I and I still fucking slapped you, <laughs> hard. That was a hard slap. That was stiff. You know, uh, I mean, but yeah, you did that. You know, Roush and I walked home from yeah, when I, I, when I was down at my mom when I was still at my mom's. Yeah. Like I would come up from Maryland, uh, come I, I on my four day weekends. I would come up from Maryland to drink at mugshots and visit. Uh, Roush and I walked home for mug shots shoulder to shoulder, you know, him mm-hmm. leaning one way, but me leaning the other to keep yeah. from falling over. Yeah, I mean, I I completely contribute a lot of my health problems to what I did in my, my 20s. Oh, no doubt. No you know? doubt. And there are times when it was like I spent way too many Fridays and Saturdays in a bar. Yeah. Way too many. And, you it, know. It, it, and drinking, not even drinking good alcohol. It's like I'm sitting there, I'm drinking Budweiser. Jack Daniels and um, Yukon Jack. Ooh, Jesus Christ! The Yukon Jack. Oh, Yukon Schlavia. Oh, I I blame Hudok for that one. I uh, w- Kenny Hudok. Okay, he we was a drinking buddy at Slammers. Yeah, and we would sit there and we would mix Yukon Jack and Jack Daniels and just slam those for half a night. Uh, I used to drink snake bites. Oh god, I just I uh, you know what a snake bite is. Is wait, isn't that about the same thing? It's Yukon and lemon. Okay. Um I used to dr- I used to, I was a resident of Yukon Slavia for oh. a while too. Um yeah, I I spent way way too much time drinking way too much. Yeah. I mean, I I've told the stories of in, in Panama, you mm-hmm. know. It went that my two years in Panama was a minimum of a six pack a day every day. Yep. Um, 
and I continued drinking like that in Maryland, you know, when I got stationed in Maryland. And the thing is, in Maryland, I would work, my shift rotated. I would work uh, seven days on on middle shift, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 3.30 to 11. Then I'd have two days off. Then seven days on day shift, which was seven to which was seven thirty to three, mm-hmm. or seven to three thirty rather. One day off, and then seven days on overnights, eleven thirty to seven a.m. And it didn't matter what time I got off work. I went home and got drunk. Mm-hmm. I got I went I I would get off work, go to PT, you know, do what I had to do, and I'd go home and get blasted, you know, and drinking freaking uh, drinking. Crown Royal at mm. eight in the morning is never a good thing. Yep. And I did that a lot. Yeah. That, I did that a lot. I'll tell you. That's why I always said about the bar atmosphere around here. Yeah. Woo. I remember this was another one of my favorite. I And you know what? I didn't. I, I. I'm not proud of it, of everything that happened, but it happened. It's part of like my life. Yeah. Sitting at the bar with a, a friend. Um. And we get surrounded by just a bunch of girls. Now, they're not interested in us. Make no mistake. They could have cared less about us. Right. It was one of their birthday. Uh-huh. And so they buy tequila rose shots. Uh-huh. We happen to be left and right, right in the middle of the whole group. They're semi-circled around us. Right. So they bought us shots. Okay. So there we are, happy birthday, drinking shot after shot of tequila rose. Oh, yeah. Tequila Rose is a tequila that I'm going to say is, it's it's almost like your Mike's Hard Lemonade. Is yeah. Like, it, 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 it sneaks up on you. Yeah. Because it don't taste like tequila. Right. And we drank way too many of those and got way too wasted and didn't even pay for them. Oh, dude. The freaking, uh, here's another <laughs> another mugshots tale. <laughs> uh, my, my drink of choice at mugshots was Red Death. <laughs> And I would go in and, uh, you know, Bob would be behind the bar mm-hmm. or Justin, you know, give me a, uh, give me a picture of Red Death. How many glasses? I don't need one. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, my record, I drank 12 pitchers of Red Death Oof. with beer chasers. Oh. I don't remember how I got home. Jesus. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm. I'm like you. I'm not proud of some of the shit that I did. Yeah. But I'm proud I lived through it. It happened. It happened. It happened. And there's not a day. You know, we can't do anything about it. But man, it did happen. Yeah. And, you know, my and I'll be completely honest. My kids have asked me about it because like over uh, there were times over the summer. Jesse would ride with me mm-hmm. or, you know, and when I was training Randy, you know, and, you know, like Jesse especially has asked me story to, you know, ask me about stories from my past. Yeah. I'm completely honest with him. I'm not going mm-hmm. to lie. I'm not going to lie to the kid. You know, I've told him the ugly truth. You know, oh, yeah, we did this shit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I did that. We, we, I, you know, my my record for shotgunning beers, uh, my record for funneling beers is four in a headstand. Whew. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Rough. But, yeah. I, I'm I'm proud I'm I'm proud I lived through it and I'm proud of the per I'm <clears throat> I'm this is gonna sound cheesy as shit, but I'm proud of the person that I've become. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I used to be a I used to be a real piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, to to quote uh to quote John the movie Johnny Dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a real scumbag. <laughs> yeah, there's um every subset of friends that I had has the what they call the drunken salty stories. And it's like, you know, the the bad part is nobody ever thought of that as a red flag. No. Nobody, nobody like said, you know, it's not good that we have this many stories. Right. You know, and no one ever would like stop and say, you know, maybe you have a problem or anything like that. Um, but the, the funny part is there are less stories than there are actual incidents. Right. Because not everything was with people that were around. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's, uh, I have a friend. Uh, uh, old army buddy Brad Morseth mm-hmm. okay and Missy knows Missy knew Brad okay knows Brad um, Brad and I and I've told I've told this story Brad and I were such well known customers at one of the gentlemen's clubs mm-hmm. near where we were stationed the Golden Horseshoe Ranch of West Virginia I hope it's still open. <laughs> Great place. Um, Brad and I were such good customers there that when we walked in, if Sniffer's Row was full, mm-hmm. they would move people mm. for uh, for how Brad, me, and however many we had there. My underage roommate became our, our official designated driver. Yeah. Yep. Joe, we're going to the shoe. You were, you're driving. And we took care of Joe, fed him, got him lap dances, the whole schmear. All he had to do was be safe, sober transportation. Yep. You know, so we were at least smart about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, it shaped who I am. <laughs> it did. And you have to, sometimes you got to go. Luckily, we live through it all. Surprisingly. I mean, it's like I, when I, I had a, I had my own seat at a bar once. Yeah. And when you're at that point, it's like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When what? when your drink is poured, and at your seat while you wa- are walking in. Yep, it's like Cheers. It was it was exactly like Cheers, and I actually that's was at Slammers. Yeah, and at one point I remember this. I I walked in. I can't remember the bartender's name it was Brad or something. I cannot remember. Maybe Chris. It's a common name, but I walked in, poured my beer, was sitting where I sat. I sat down, and I just started drinking it, you know. And then, you know, a girl that was in there before me said, well, that was pretty rude. I said, well, what was rude? Well, you just sat down, you know, drank it like it was yours. I was like, hey, what'd you pour this for? You. Yeah, now shut up. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't even be nice about it. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> We've both matured. <laughs> Slightly. We've both. We, yeah. Well, yeah. Now, now we're to the point where it's like, I'm not going to yell at people in a bar. No. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm not going to yell at people in a bar either. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to take a lot for it to happen. We've become better people. Yeah. <laughs> We've become better. Who would have thunk that this would have ever happened? I know. That we would have evolved. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the best part is now I, I see people that, I still do see people that were on our level uh-huh. at that and I and I just hope that as I, I hope you guys learn your lessons and grow out of it and you know 
you, you look back on this and think, you know, ah, I shouldn't have been like that. Yeah. But the sad part is I see people that were that were like us back then mm-hmm. and they're still like that. They haven't they haven't leveled up. No. They haven't leveled up. You know, and it, it's a shame. No, it, it's it really is. Not not every not everybody will. No. I mean, you know, and I mean, I know like the only holdout I think of my youth is my is my jacket. Yeah. It's it's my security blankets. It, hey, it probably is too. Yeah. I mean, I bet you some psychologists go nuts on me. Oh, probably. <laughs> well, oh shit. I mean, well, when when Missy and I were going through all of the nonsense that we had to go through to get married. Yeah. Um cuz we got married here at the Lutheran Church mm-hmm. at 5th and Lafayette. Yeah. We had to go through counseling. Okay. Uh, or we had to like meet with uh with oh, the yeah. pastor. Yeah, I had to do that at one point. And uh after you, you after, were mean, weren't you? No. I was actually <laughs> was quite right? nice. But after the uh after the meeting with the pastor, he said, You have anger. You seem to have some anger issues, don't don't you? I said, What was your first hint? What was your first hint? Yeah, I <laughs> and, and then I told him, I said, uh, I said, Pastor, don't try to get inside my head. You won't like what you find. Yeah. I, I'm not that guy anymore. No, I I still have my my issues, and I know I have my issues. I think the worst part is I know I have the issues now. Yeah, and it's like I I don't need anybody to work through them. They're mine. Right. <laughs> this, this this helps me work through shit. You know, I can talk. I feel like I can talk about you. Uh, talk talk about about yeah. talk about you with anything. <laughs> talk about. I I feel like I could talk about anything with you. There, I mean, obviously, there's some shit that I'm not going to share on the air, but yeah. you know, this is this is my safe space. I love, I love. It's this our little bubble. <laughs> no. Nothing can touch me in here. Yes. No, this is the judge-free zone. Unless you say something I don't like, I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm judging in a loving way. All right, well, yep. we've, we've ripped through almost two hours. Yes. Oh, God damn. You know, it, we don't need the topic bucket. No. I mean, and if we ever get stuck, I'll just go and ask Reddit. Yeah, we could do that. I like that idea. I mean... I, I still say it started off as free-flowing. Yeah. We did a bucket for a while. I mean, you never know. I would still like to do a live Facebook as we're doing this. Yeah. To take questions. We need to figure that out. And a third and a third mic. Yeah. You know, to to get to get the another perspective. Yeah. And, and we can talk about Tolkien. <laughs> You're on your own. I'll sit back and moderate that between you and Jim. No, you know what? I've actually been considering watching all the movies. I, I can't. I can't, in good conscience anymore, make fun of it. Yeah, it, it it seems like I you know I feel bad making fun of it because I haven't actually experienced it. Maybe I should just watch them all. You know. And just see what happens. <laughs> Go for it. And God, if I become a fan, I'm going to punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, I, I do have an idea. Um, since, and you're talking about the third mic, since Haunt Season's coming up, yeah. 
Um, in fact, we're oh, we opened the last weekend in September. Right. I would like to get Chuck involved. I would like to bring Chuck in and talk to him. All right. So let me uh, work that out with yeah, him. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah. And and if you if you need to trick him and put like an like a uh, Formula One racing wheel down here <laughs> in hot pockets. <laughs> I don't know if he eats hot pockets. It's just part honestly, of it's- honestly, the voice you do for that. Oh God! I have now done that in other places, <laughs> using that as like a stereotypical just person, <laughs> and it's so much fun, and it's not related to anything Chuck does. I I just <laughs> I just absolutely love the way you do the voice, Linda. Linda, yes. I'm doing my F1 racing, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> there's, and there's so many great things we, that can be done with that. Oh yeah, and it's like I have done them out in public <laughs> and with no context. Yeah. Oh god, it's it's, a, it's so much fun. And the thing, the the beautiful thing is, like you, Chuck is a good sport. <laughs> you know, Chuck's a good sport because I've done I've done this to his face. <laughs> Standing in his kitchen, you know, and Linda standing right there. I've done this. And, oh, God, it was so great. That was, I think that was the day that Linda said we were the two oldest 12-year-olds she's ever met. <laughs> Pretty accurate description. Yep. Uh, all right, well, hour and 52. All right. I think that's enough. Yes. All right. So we're going to freeform from here on out, I think, and if we get stuck, go to Ask Reddit. Yeah. Or if you got something you want us to talk about, uh, drop us a line. You know how to get a hold of us. Until next time, this has been Oh No Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Later on, motherfuckers. <laughs>